Greetings, everyone. I'm Vernon Sheridan, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in uh, to listen to this podcast, and I hope that you are enjoying the messages uh, as I am enjoying, am enjoying delivering the messages. It does me great joy to have an opportunity to speak on a weekly basis about the matters that that pertain to God and God's people. However, there comes times when the message has to change. It has to be a message of awareness so that people can understand where they are in relationship with God. And if that relationship is not strong enough, that the message will help you become strong in your faith with God or help you understand what it is to be in a relationship with God or to actually believe that there is a God that you can have a relationship with. You know, every time we turn on the television, our tablets, our laptops or our phones, All we are seeing is hate, 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 simply because we live in a world that would much rather serve the creature rather than the creator. I say this simply because someone is always recording police brutality against a certain race of people that only seems to be against a certain race of people. Not saying that the police brutality is not against all people, but the people that are doing the recording are only recording one race of people. There seems to be uh, people recording fights, arguments, uh, other other, uh, uh, acts of worldly enjoyment, um, and just you name it and people are recording it simply because that is what the world wants to take part in. And if you are a part of the world, then you are influenced by the creature rather than you are by the creator. But make no mistake And this is to bring awareness to those who listen to this podcast. God will not be mocked. He is the author and finisher of not only this world, but the faith that you say you have. And if you say you have that faith, I am calling you out right now that you will be a prayer warrior for the faith, that you will contend for the faith, for the faith, even to your very life. Because the Bible reminds us and Christ has told us that those who hold on to their life will lose it because you lose it to the world. But if you hold on to it to the world, you lose it for the world. But if you give it up for God, you gain it in abundance. I don't want to get off track, but forgive me for for saying that. But it had to be said. So that's why that's why I said it. But on today, I want to talk about the common enemy of the believer. Not just the Christian, but the believer. Because we know that 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 a Christian is nothing more than 
a believer who believes in Christ, which has the opportunity to uh, uh, extend to the non-believer the belief in Christ. So that 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 is they they were once believers before they were Christians, little Christ. So I'm talking to the believer today that the believer might have the opportunity to become strengthened in the word. That they might go out and they might contend for the faith with the word. We're going to start off this today, uh, uh, today in uh, the book of Job. And we're going to look at this conversation and how this conversation affects us in the world, because nothing, there's nothing new under the sun. Solomon reminds us of that, that there is nothing new under the sun. So, so this is just an example of what goes on in our lives as believers. We're going to start off in the first chapter of Job at the sixth verse. Now, there was a day when the Lord, when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan also came with them. The Lord said to Satan, excuse me, the Lord said to Satan, where have you come? From where have you come? Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro the earth and walking up and down on it. And the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God for no reason? Have you not put a hedge around him and his house and all that he has on every side? Have you have blessed the work of you have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. But stretch out your hand and touch all that he has and he will curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, behold, all that he has is in your hand. Only against him do not stretch out your hand. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. This is a quick reminder that Satan has to get permission to bother you. He has to get permission from God to come and upset you. However, it's not that that God wants to see you hurt or he wants to see you in trouble. God is testing your faith. He wants to know how strong you are in the belief you say you have for him. And because you say you have faith for God and that you are living for God, Satan is going to go to God and he's going to request that he has an opportunity to, to tempt you. Just as he did with Jesus. Don't you think for one minute, because it's written that in Matthew, uh, in Luke, and uh, 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 Mark, that that the Lord did not give Satan permission to tempt Jesus because that is his role. That is his purpose. His purpose is to try to destroy you, to try to break the back of the believer, to try to make everyone who says they believe in God curse God to his face. He is the accuser. He is the ultimate accuser of the brethren and will stop at nothing to deny you the right to have eternal salvation with God. Why am I saying this? I'm saying this because you, the believer, need to be strengthened. You, the struggling believer, need to be reminded and you, the non-believer, need to be informed. 
That's why I'm saying this. Because it is love that that pro- propels me to do this message on the behalf of you because the world does not want this message. In fact, the world doesn't want anything to do with God. They don't want anything to do with you or those who believe in God. They want to live how they want to live. They want to live to serve the creature, but we live to serve the creator. Case in point, let's look quickly over into Isaiah Isaiah 14 and 12, this gives you a little understanding of who Satan is. And it's just a brief understanding. And from there, we'll go over to to Ezekiel and we'll look a little bit deeper into who Satan is. This is Isaiah 14, chapter 12. And it says, oh, how you are fallen from heaven, O day star, son of dawn. How you are cut down to the ground, you who laid the nations low. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will sit on the mount of assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. See, Satan, Lucifer, was once an angel. Well, he still is an angel, but he's he was once a highly regarded angel and he purposely thought of himself to be more than his creator. This is how he became the creature, because he was then kicked out of the heavenly places where he once was a part of into a world that he began to be, to 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 become what we know him now as he is no longer lucifer the morning the star of morning the 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 son of dawn he is the creature the devourer the the accuser of the brethren that is who he is let us briefly go over to ezekiel and look at ezekiel 28:14 ezekiel 28:14 You were an anointed guardian cherub. I placed you. You were on on the holy mountain of God in the midst of the stones of fire. You walked. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created till unrighteousness was found in you. In the abundance of your trade, you were filled with violence in your midst and you sinned. So I cast you as a profane thing from the mountain of God. And I destroyed you, O guardian cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Your heart was proud because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I exposed you before kings to feast their eyes on you. By the multitude of your iniquities and the unrighteousness of your trade, you profaned your sanctuaries. So I brought fire out from your midst. And I consumed you and it and I turned you to ashes on the earth in the sight of all who saw you. He is not. He is not. God's cherub any longer. He is the world's leader. He is what the world wants. Wants. 
and the world is going to follow him uh, uh, voluntarily into hell. That is the bottom line. They are going to follow him into hell, into eternal damnation and into eternal separation. But this is what God says in Ezekiel 33 and 11. This is what God says, Ezekiel 33 and 11. Say to them, as I declare the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn back, turn back from your evil ways, for you will, for why will you die, O house of Israel? See, it is so simple to understand, but for some, it is so hard to do because they refuse to believe and accept or accept and believe. They think there is some magical potion that they have to have or some 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 uh, person with with some magical words that they have to say. All you have to do is openly admit in your heart from your mouth that God is your God, that God is the creator of all things and that Jesus Christ is your Lord and your savior. That's too hard for, for some to do. You know, it, it, they, you know, I know someone, someone, someone very close to me. All this person has to do for all the things this person is going through is uh, is is proclaim Christ as their Lord and their Savior, and their problems will go away. You know, I've I've sat with this 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 person, um, this young lady, uh, so to speak, uh, and I've told her and her family that on, the only way the enemy, the devil, the demons will stop tormenting her is if she openly make an admission to her faith. She believes in God. I know this to be true. She believes in God, but she's at a point in her life where she's struggling as to which way to go. And as Ezekiel 33, 11 just put it, the Lord has no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but the Lord will, because the Lord has to. Why does he has to? Because the Lord will not tolerate wickedness in, in the heavenly places. He did not, he, he won't tolerate it here on earth. He destroyed the, he destroyed the world by water. He destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah by fire, and he will destroy the world by fire. This we know to be true. It is, it is, it is uncommon for an individual to serve two masters. It's just, it's just not possible. It's just, it's not going to happen. That is, that is not what the Lord is about. That, and that is not what the Lord does. You cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve the Lord and Satan and feel that you are in a place where you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to uh, uh, be with the Lord forever. Because truth be told, truth be told, everyone is going to heaven. Yes, they are. Truth be told, everyone is going to heaven, but everyone ain't staying. I'm just telling you the truth. Everyone is going to heaven, 
but not everyone is going to stay because the judgment is in heaven. The torment is in hell. The separation is in hell and forever. There is no, there is, there is no clock on forever. There is, there, there, there is no, there is no time limit to eternity. There is only eternal salvation with God or eternal separation with the devil. And so many people right now are choosing eternal separation. But how do, how does, how does one prepare themselves to do battle in a world such as ours where people parade around their profession for the creature rather than their devotion to the creator. I believe Paul says that very, very well in Ephesians chapter six with the 10th at the 10th verse. He says these words, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm, stand. Therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to that end. Keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints and also for me that my words may be given and, and, and given to me, opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Friends, it don't take a rocket scientist to understand the power of what it is, the power it it what the power to put on the armor of God. Because the armor of God does not come with a backplate. Because those who wish to turn their back on God, they were never meant for God. But God is calling you to, he's calling you to the street. He wants to know who's on his side. So those who are on the Lord's side, let them come. And those who are not, we continue to preach the, the word of God to you. Not because this is something that, 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 that you don't want. This is our responsibility whether you want it or not, this is our responsibility. And we will continue to preach God's word to you, whether you like it or not. Because this is what we've been called to. 
God wishes to kill no one. He wishes to destroy none. But we know in a world like ours, there are those who want to serve the creature rather than the creator. But for so long as the Lord has his hand on this world and have not retracted himself from this world, the word is still the most powerful weapon the Christian, the believer has in this world. Thank you. Guys, it is so simple. You can find me on Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public, or where your podcast is available. I want to thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. Don't not do not forget to join me on Wednesday for a new message on Refuel and Recharge Wednesday. I just want to thank you for listening once again. I am Vernon Sheridan, the pastor of this pop, this podcast called The Traveling Pulpit. And I look forward to delivering a brand new message to you again on next Sunday. Let us pray and be dismissed. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Friends, share this message after you've listened to this message with your friends. And encourage them to share this message with their friends. So that the word may continue to go out. Because it will not come back to the Lord void. I thank you and I love you. And I look forward to doing this with you on Wednesday and then again on next Sunday. I will talk to you then soon. Bye now. Be blessed.